Well, g'day, g'day. My name's Andrew, and welcome to your awakening. On today's podcast, we're going to be sharing with you how to share your faith with others. See, one of the things that we've been talking about on the podcast is that in order for you to to really be fully alive, you need to practice what you preach. You need to uh, actually engage in the faith that you have and if you call yourself a Christian if you call yourself a follower of Jesus Jesus said go into all the world and make disciples of all nations in other words go out and tell people about me and how I live my life and what I've done for you and what I want to do for them too there's another verse that talks about us being his ambassadors. So those who follow him are actually his ambassadors. We're his representatives in the world. And the interesting thing uh, for, for me is that I see many, many people who do not uh, get out there and share their faith and then they wonder why it is that their faith has become dormant, it's dying, it's dead. And you may not call yourself a Christian yet. You may be listening to this podcast and you're interested in your awakening. Well, let me say this. Whatever it is that that you're, that you would say is awakening you, that you would say, you know, is your passion, it's your calling. If you're not sharing it, and for me, that passion is Jesus, right? But whatever it is for you, if you're not sharing it, you will you will find that it will not have the same effect and the same power in your life. Uh, over time, you will find that you will fade, you will fade away from uh, that faith, that passion. It will die, it will burn out. Uh, but if you continue to talk about it and to share about it, you'll find that it will continue to be a huge part of your life, a huge um, part of your story. And it will really, uh, you know, apply itself to you in a greater way. I'm thinking of a friend of mine. He was a professional hockey player in the U.S. Um, uh, his name's John Blue. Fantastic guy. And after he finished up as a hockey player, as a as a professional hockey player, he didn't simply uh, go silent on hockey. He didn't go. Well, that was what it was, I'm done, hang up the hockey sticks, hang up the the ice skates, he's done. No, he began telling everyone uh, he could about his time as a hockey player in in conversation all the time. He he talks about how much he loved hockey, how hockey was a part of his life, how he was a hockey player. And what I found is he seemed to always be, uh, always have one finger in the hockey world in one way or another. Um, And people knew him uh, as John Blue. He's actually now a a pastor of a church. They knew him as a pastor of a church, but they also knew him as someone who played hockey and loves hockey. And uh, and it's very much associated with who he is because he continues to talk about it and he continues to, to tell that story. Whereas... If he had stopped, if, if that chapter had, had closed and he was just silent on hockey, I think um, most people would never know that he used to be a professional hockey player. They wouldn't know that he loved the sport. They wouldn't know any of this. 
because uh, of his silence and the reality is hockey would become for him a distant memory as well it's it's a a bit of a funny maybe a bit of a funny analogy to talk about my friend with his hockey but my point is that if we stop talking about what uh, we're passionate about it will just become a distant removed reality I was just at a at a cafe before recording this and I got chatting as I often do I got chatting to uh, the person that was working behind the counter and I said to her, uh, there was a huge Bible verse on the wall of the cafe, and she also had a Bible verse tattooed on her arm. <laughs> so I said to her quite naturally, oh, are the owners of this cafe Christian? She said, oh, I don't think so. I think the old owners were. I said, oh, and are you a Christian? I noticed she had a Bible verse on your on your arm. She said, oh, no, I'm, I'm not practicing. And she really kind of clammed up and, and went, went quiet. But the reality is, she has a Bible verse tattooed on her arm, and so wherever she goes, whatever she does, because that tattoo is a public thing, uh, faith is going to follow her uh, forever. People are always going to ask her about that, and I love that, because I was able to encourage her that God loved her so much, and even though she's had some disappointments um, in relationships, that God was so for her and God will continue to love her and I could tell she was a little uncomfortable but I could also tell um, that that faith was very much still a part of her reality even if she was trying to distance herself from it (laughs) because faith was literally tattooed on her body and when our faith becomes an external piece when our faith is not just a private, individualized, silent little thing, but it becomes an external sharing reality, then our faith truly um, has a huge effect on us and on those around us. I often uh, do question whether those who say they have a faith Uh, but don't share their faith, I often do question whether they actually really do have a faith, if I'm perfectly honest with you, because you can't say, uh, yeah, I believe in Jesus and I'm, I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus if you don't do what he says. It's like a vegetarian, someone saying to you, I'm a vegetarian, but they, but they don't eat vegetables, they eat meat. It's insanity because to be a Christian by definition is actually Christ follower, which means um, which means that we would want to imitate and follow Christ. And the whole time Christ was on earth, he was sharing and demonstrating the kingdom of God. He was on a mission to wake us up, to, to wake us up to the reality of his father. And if we're to follow him, then we need to follow his example, which is to share our faith. So I just want to give you a few practical tips if you're listening to this podcast and you're going, oh my, oh, share your faith. That's not something I do. I don't know how to do it. I don't want to do it. It makes me uncomfortable. I wanted to jump on here and quickly just give you a few thoughts on how you can share your faith. The first thing I would say when it comes to sharing your faith is I would say uh, be fully aware of the fact that God is at work 
through you and with you. You're not doing this alone. The Bible says that uh, he will build the church and the gates of hell will not stand against him. The Bible says that God draws, that no one comes to the Father unless God the Father is actually drawing them to himself. God is the one that is at work through you when you open your mouth and you share Jesus with others, you share your faith with others. So don't think you're doing it alone. It so helps you take uh, the pressure off yourself. Uh, I remember a friend saying this, God is responsible for the outcome of your obedience. God is responsible for the outcome of your obedience. It's your job to share your faith. God will do the rest. So don't don't be stressing about uh, sharing your faith. Don't be don't be thinking, oh my goodness, if I don't, you know, go through A, B, C, and D, and they don't say yes, then I failed. No, no, no. It's your job to deliver the pizza. It's their job to eat it. Just deliver it and leave it. And if they eat it or not, that's totally between them and God. So first things first, I want to encourage you to just allow um, allow God to do the work through you and with you. You're not doing this alone. The second thing I would say, just as, you, as you're considering uh, what, what it's like to share your faith, um, is I would say your story is a huge part of uh, how someone is going to get to come to know Jesus. A lot of people, they think they don't have a story because they didn't get saved with 10 syringes in their arms and uh, they weren't in the middle of a, of a prison sentence. You know, it's like, oh, I don't have a story because I don't have a radical testimony. But can I tell you that if your testimony is that you grew up in a Christian home, you've never had sex outside of marriage, you don't get drunk, you don't take drugs, and um, you, you love your, your, your husband or wife and your kids, well, that, my friends, is a testimony. That is a story. That is a powerful story of the power of God and what God can do in and through someone's life. So, yes, you do have a powerful story, whatever your story is. And by all means, if you got saved, some crazy story, radical background, whatever, awesome. Praise God. Uh, but your story matters. Your story counts. Because this is what I know. Uh, people will argue with the Bible. They'll argue with uh, religious teachings. But it's very hard to argue with someone's story and someone's experience. And your story is a huge part of uh, sharing Jesus. So I encourage you, when you meet someone, get to know their story and introduce your story and the difference that Jesus made in your life. Um, so I'll just repeat that, get to know their story, share your story and share the difference that Jesus has made in your life because people are looking for a difference maker and if you know Jesus, you know the difference maker. Uh, another thing I'd like to, to uh, just to run by you as you can sh consider sharing your faith is this. Uh, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. So spend some time actually caring for those that you're sharing with. Spend some time actually uh, listening and investing in those that you're sharing with. If you see people as projects, 
If you uh, simply are trying to convert everyone and you don't actually care about them, um, they're going to smell it and they're going to reject it. I tell you, it's, it's repulsive to have someone trying to kind of manipulate you. But if they can see love in your eyes, if they can see that you genuinely care, well, that will change everything. And finally, I'll just uh, finish on this note. Um, it's the kindness of God that brings people to repentance. And so as you share Jesus, I want to encourage you to share Jesus uh, in, in a kind, loving way. Like stress the love of God, emphasize the love of God. I think a lot of people... You know, they have a stereotype of God as being this this man with a big white beard and a big long stick and he's just ready to beat you every time you do something wrong and he's going to burn everyone in hell and all of this. And yes, there is going to be a judgment without a doubt, but the Bible says God so loved the world, not God so judged the world. You know, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And if you emphasize the love of God when you're sharing your faith, honestly, you, you will be surprised at the at the fruit that you'll see. I I often will say to people, this is how I'll share Jesus, is I'll say to them, I just want to encourage you. God loves you so much. You have so much value in his eyes. And that can be so powerful. Now, let me just say this. Um, I'm fully aware of the fact that we can have so much love and grace that it becomes like, this watered down gospel like there's no need to repent there's no need to be sorry it's all just lovey-dovey all nice I get that and so um, yes without a doubt we have to tell people that they need to confess that they need to repent that they need to you know all of that but if you don't do it with love you know you're a resounding gong you know the Bible talks about if you don't have love you know, if you don't have love, you're just a resounding gong. It's nothing. It's useless. It's worthless. All your, all your ABCs of the gospel without love, it's just like your one, two, three formula. Just throw it away. But if you can love people, you'll be surprised at the results. Um, you'll be surprised at the way that people respond because we are all looking for love all people are absolutely no doubt about it anyway um i just encourage you as you go let god work through you in you share your faith it's so important and you will find that as you share your faith as you talk about um the the greatest gift that could ever come to you uh, the gift of jesus you'll find that you yourself will become more awake and more alive because you're sharing the greatest news ever and you're actually doing uh, what Jesus asked you to do which was to go and to make disciples of all nations bless you as you go and as you share Jesus uh, over the coming days